Hi, listeners, and welcome to My Holland Update. I'm Marianne Manderfield, Public Information Coordinator for the City, and today our guest is Brian White, Director of Streets and Transportation. Hey, Brian, welcome. Hey, hi, Marianne. Thanks. Yeah, I'm glad you're with us. I think this is your first time here, right? It is. First podcast. All right, good. Well, thank you. So today we are going to talk about uh, a couple things, the city's fall cleanup and then your department gearing up for winter. Um, We've got a lot of leaves on the trees still, and we're right kind of in the middle of the fall cleanup, at least for residents, correct? That's correct. So Uh, they've got until the 17th? Yes. So residents in Holland have till November 17th to put out the leaves curbside. Okay. And then... And then what happens from there? Yeah, so um, as residents are putting out the leaves, we will, uh, if we start seeing big piles, we'll run crews out and start picking those up. Uh, but basically, once the uh, the deadline hits, November 17, uh, then we go through town and make a final pickup at that point. Okay, and then you guys have got a specific route of how you go. So some residents may not see that pile picked up for what, a week? Correct. It could be several. So from the time November 17th hits and we stop uh, folks putting out, uh, it sometimes can take us five to six weeks in total to pick up the whole town. Okay. Um, You know, that varies depending on weather and, you know, how things are going on a given year. Um, But typically that's been our experience. So don't fret if your leaf pile is still there in two weeks yes. after the 17th. Yes. It will get picked up. It will. And we will uh, coordinate with folks. Um, again, the leaves are hanging on uh, for this um, season in particular. We will communicate if we do add a week. Okay. Uh, we're not prepared to make that uh, announcement or decision yet. Okay. Uh, but as November 17th approaches, if we decide uh, that the leaves are hanging on still and there's uh, – you know, we'll look at forecasts and things like that okay. for snow. But uh, if there's an opportunity uh, to do that, then we may uh, extend it. Uh, if we do that, we'll go ahead and put that in the newspaper, put that on our website and things like that so yep. folks can look for that okay. uh, if there is a question down there. And we'll there, get that out on our social media channels yes. as well. So just kind of stay tuned and watch for that. Yes. And then what do you do with all those leaves? Yeah, so there's uh, really three places where we go with the leaves that are collected. Um, there's two local companies in Holland, uh, that run a composting or a recycle operation. That's Brewers up on Chicago Drive. And, uh, I want to say Chef, but it's actually Republic now, um, to the south of town. What we typically do is, um, we try and set up our routes and our disposal, um, in close proximity to those, uh, points where we're, where we're dumping. Um, so we want to limit the amount of truck time uh, that is needed to get to those spots. Mm-hmm. So typically, uh, like the Heights will go over to Brewers on Chicago Drive. You know, the west end of town, South Shore, and that sort of thing will go over to Chef. And then we have actually started our own uh, leaf compost area uh, that's out by our transportation office um, on 48th Street okay. uh, near Industrial. Uh, where we take, uh, again, we, we're building that up, so we want to um, eventually take a third to a half of all the leaves we collect and put it in there. And then what we do is we compost that, uh, and then the idea being that uh, we'll use that soil that we uh, create on our construction projects as we put okay. things back together once we're done. So. so it's all repurposed. Yes. In a sense. Great. Yeah. Um, 
that is really is it a pretty unique program that the city offers or is it is it more typical that yeah so um i I do know of a few places uh that do a similar program the city of zealand i believe uh does something similar uh i know east lansing and uh grand rapids also i think grand rapids may go with the bag method okay um but uh, there are different uh, programs out there that communities do. So we're not unique in that sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. So once the leaves are, are picked up, then you guys get the plow trucks out. We do, yes. And um, so we're hoping for a light winter, but yeah. uh, who, who can never really know there? Right, right. Uh, so, yeah, there's um, a, a fair amount of work uh, goes into the transition over from our leaf pickup to our our winter snow and ice fighting mode and a lot of that happens uh, in our uh, vehicle maintenance mm-hmm. uh, so our mechanics are switching around trucks a lot of our trucks are dual purpose trucks where we'll have slide in units okay. uh, that can um, handle the salt uh, and um, you know the spreaders and things like that mm-hmm. that we use use those for normal dump trucks in the summertime so we're converting those over we're putting plows on uh, and basically just getting ready um, for for winter. So you don't have two separate fleets of vehicles then? We do not, no. Now, we do typically, because we're in Michigan, uh, and particularly in those shoulder seasons, we could get a snow and ice event, you know, a uh, freak one at any time, mm-hmm. basically. And so we do typically keep three or four salt trucks ready to roll at okay. any time. Um, but by and large, our, our full fleet... Uh, is many of those are dual purpose trucks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cost savings. I mean, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Great. Um, so who monitors the weather? Well, how, take us through like 24 hours, say once, once we really get into the weather of, of the winter season, the snow sure. and the ice, how, take yeah, us through yeah. a 24 we, hour mm-hmm, yep. day. So, uh, our street superintendent, Scott Booby is pretty well plugged into the weather. Um, he is uh, coordinating uh, his efforts with the Holland Police Department and the shift supervisors that okay. are on on staff, okay. basically 24-7. Uh, and we're constantly uh, communicating back and forth about conditions, uh, forecasts, things like that, um, and reacting to whatever comes to us. So, uh, for instance, an ice event, you know, we'll treat that a little bit differently than, say, a blizzard or, a, you know, some... A snow event where we expect to accumulate a fair amount of snow on the ground so it is different and we deploy you know according to what uh what's um you know happening mm-hmm. uh, real time with the weather so um but it is a constant thing uh i know scott um you know he uh has a lot of late nights uh in the winter time where he's doing it and we have set up uh um the the um the chain of command at least at the transportation department, with uh, some folks that'll take over um, as Scott, you know, has uh, time off or something like that. Then there'll be other folks that step into that role. Okay. And we'll do that communication with HPD and, you know, keep eye on uh, the weather forecast and things like that. Because I'm guessing his days start very early. Yeah, right. So on a, and again, every snow event is different depending on when it starts and when it stops and, you know, how heavy the snow and all that different stuff. But sure. um, it really depends, uh, um, you know, on those kind of factors. But he can be out as early as midnight um, checking on things. Okay. Um, or, you know, as late as you know, 3, 4, 5 o'clock 
again, just depending on when that storm's coming in okay. and, uh, and how we do that. So uh, kind of expanding upon that, then what we typically do, our normal MO then once uh, we're into that sort of event is we want to clear the majors first. So all the major streets um, will see the plow trucks first. Um, that usually we, we strive to try and get that done before the morning rush. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll roll into the local streets. And again, depending on if it's still snowing or what's going on, we may circle back to the major streets uh, again before they're done with their shift. Um, one thing that, that our goal, our policy is we try and get to every street within 24 hours of a, a snow event. Okay. So that's kind of our goal, our policy. And I, you know, just talking with Scott, our street superintendent the other day about this and boy, maybe in the last several decades, you could count on one hand how many times we weren't able to do that. And those are pretty unique storm events. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah. We're trying to get to, to everybody's street and again, public streets, uh, within 24 hours of the snow event. So we, we run, when we've got you know all hands on deck, we'll run seven plow routes, and okay. uh, a lot of those plow routes are are two drivers, uh, two trucks to a route. Okay. However, we we do have um, some of the bigger trucks that have the wings on them. We'll run uh, that route with just the single um, bigger plow truck with the wing on it. Okay. Now that wing setup is not necessarily great in the tight city streets right so really we're limited where we can do that you know that this that's the waverly washington oh, sure. sort of thing so okay. so we're still um when we talk city streets and the tight radiuses and things like that we're still running two trucks a lot of the times so last year for instance when we had the polar vortex i think it was and pretty much everything shut down for a whole week you guys are still running yeah we're running so it's interesting so and i think most folks plugged into this sort of thing and lived in Michigan know, okay, salt, you know, that tends to not really work real great below 15 to 10 degrees. Mm -hmm. So once we get below that, we're running more sand and and just trying to get the snow off the road uh, at that point. Um, So, yeah, it it varies from uh, event to event. Sure. That can make for a long winter, though, huh? Yes, yes. (laughs) And then what do you, once you start plowing the snow and you talk about snow removal, where does that go? Yeah, so typically, and again, if you're a Michigander, you know that a lot of that stuff ends up in your driveway, right? right. And you just have to deal with it, and, and it's part of living in Michigan. Um, but in those areas downtown, for instance, um, or on cul-de-sac ends, mm-hmm. um, you know, we'll, when we're not plowing and when there's a lull in a storm, uh, system or something like that, then we'll go ahead and we'll haul that snow to a couple of areas in town um, where we can pile up the snow. You know, Windmill Island is one place where we go with some of it. There's a few other vacant uh, areas that okay. we're uh, piling up snow. So, so I got to ask this question because um, I hear, and I do it myself, I just plowed the driveway and the plow came by and put a bank right back in front of it. Is there any way to get around that? Do you like Go yeah. wider on your driveway. Yeah, that, no. And there, there really isn't, is there? There really isn't. You know, I, I will say um, that Hound is a little bit unique in that the way we plow those cul-de-sac ends, mm-hmm. we plow them to the center, which, um, you know, I know some road agencies will plow to the outside, you mm-hmm. know, and so that's a little bit of respite for those folks that are 
on the cul-de-sac ends mm-hmm. where they don't have to deal with quite so much. Um, but it really is just a, a fact of living in Michigan. Um, you know, I will say that our plow routes and our plow trucks are pretty regular. So mm-hmm. once you see the, the plow go by, you know, that's probably an opportunity right before it gets right. really cold particularly like overnight and turns into the proverbial ice nugget. Right. right? It's like, hey, just, <laughs> just get it. Hopefully you've got a good snowblower or a yeah. really good shovel and, and take care of take it. Take care but, of it at that point. Yeah. So is there a special type of salt for the road or is it just regular salt? Yeah. No, we um, we actually go through the state of Michigan, uh, handles um, a statewide contract for salt purchasing. Okay. And it, it does it. There's uh, some salt mines over in Detroit. Uh, that basically supplies, I think, the vast majority for for Michigan. So we participate in that state contract, uh, and every year they go ahead and bid it out. There's really, I think, just two uh, salt companies that uh, service our area, uh, and that's where we uh, pick up our salt. The other thing that we've been doing more recently is um, there's a, a de-icing liquid, uh, and so we've, okay. we've outfitted all of our trucks with small tanks on them, and we're actually, in addition to um, the salt and sand mix that will spread, uh, we also add a little bit of that um, de-icing uh, liquid to that mix. Okay. Uh, and we found that that really uh, does good. One, it, I think it limits the amount we need to spread because it works a little better. And two, it tends to lower that temperature too. So where salt has a little bit of trouble starting at maybe 15 degrees, if we have the, it's called boost, the, the chemical um, then we're able to drop that down to about 10 degrees. Okay. So, and that that uh, that de-icing um, liquid is, um, I should just note for those uh, that may be interested, uh, it's just a local product that's that's pumped. It's like a brine, basically. Okay. Uh, so, okay. Um, but that's something that we'll add right at the spinner on the back of the truck. Okay. Uh, and uh, again, we found that it it helps a little bit with not only the volume we have to spread, but also the the um, the temperatures where it works at. Okay. Yeah. Um, One more thing I wanted to ask about is mailboxes. So what do you encourage residents to do to protect their mailbox or? Yeah, sure. So, so mailboxes, again, this is part of living in Michigan. Um, On the one hand, you have to be careful because mailboxes certainly are intended to be breakaway because we don't want the proverbial iron mailbox that somebody, uh, a wayward motorist could impact Right. Um, you know, they need to be breakaway and things like that for roadside safety. Uh, but the, at, at the same time, we certainly want them to hold up uh, to uh, to things like force of snow mm-hmm. uh, because that's one thing that we don't uh, typically replace a mailbox for is if a plow truck going by a mailbox, you know, the, the windrow of snow that it's piling up, if that's what takes out the mailbox, that's uh, not something that the city's going to replace the mailbox for. However... If there's an actual hit between the blade of the plow truck and the mailbox, then that's something that we would, you know, again, folks that have that situation uh, certainly call into the transportation department and we can uh, address that. Okay. So, mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else you want to tell yeah. our listeners? Yeah. Uh, so I would say a couple of things. So okay. one, uh, here's my opportunity to plug a couple of things that we deal with pretty regularly. Okay. On the uh, the fall cleanup. I would ask that folks only put out leaves for the fall. Um, A lot of times we get the sticks in there and, and really, you know, folks may think, ah, it's not that big of a deal, but um, with the way we compost, 
Mm-hmm. Um, we only compost the stuff we pick up in the fall, and we want that all to be leaves, and that helps us uh, with getting that composting going uh, and having that work for us. In the springtime is when we pick up everything, you know, I say everything, but the uh, the sticks and branches and things sure. like that. That we do not compost, right? So that will go straight to Republic uh, okay. or Brewers, and they – I think they recycle it, but, you know, they probably have a grinding operation that, that they run with that. So, again, in the fall, leaves only, please. And uh, does that, the if, if there are larger branches in those piles, does that wreak havoc on the machines, uh, on the trucks? It, it can, but it's more what we what we do with okay. it. You okay. know, that's where we really want to prohibit the the, uh, the woody material okay. in those gotcha. uh, because of what we do with the, okay. with the product. Um, and then the other thing in the wintertime... Uh, again, switching gears here, and hopefully we're a ways away from snow. But with the plow trucks in particular, if folks can just keep their distance from the plow trucks, mm. those guys, sure. if you've ever been inside a plow truck, there is a million and one levers and, and little doodads in there. So these folks, they're they're busy. Um, they're paying attention to the roadway. So if you can just uh, keep a hundred, you know, several hundred feet back from them, uh, they really appreciate that. Uh, as they work to clear the streets and and keep things safe for the traveling uh, public there. So So give them them space. Give them space, yeah. Let them do their thing and and just know that that, uh, uh, they've got a lot going on in the cab. Sure. Okay. Well, thank you, Brian. Thanks for stopping by and talking with us and telling us about uh, what's coming up. Like you said, hopefully the snow is a little ways off, but I guess time will tell on that. Right on. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah, thanks. And until next time, this has been My Holland Update.